coming up this week, I've got a special interview lined up with an EV and charging consultant. What is that? Well, stick around to find out. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 55 of the EV Resource Podcast. This week, we're going to do things a little bit differently. I'm going to skip the news. I've got a special interview lined up for you. Hope you like it. Before we get to the interview this week, I want to thank our podcast partner, Titan Auto & Tire in Mosley, Virginia, for their support. Titan is one of the very few independent shops in Central Virginia that are qualified to work on EVs, and from hybrids to Hummers, they fix everything. For more information and to schedule an appointment for your vehicle, go to TitanAutoTire.com. That's TitanAutoTire.com. So I want to welcome you to the EV Resource Podcast. If you would, before we really dive into everything, go ahead and introduce yourself and let everybody know who you are. Hi, I'm Daria Orizi with Charge Future. Um, I'm a electric vehicle and electric vehicle charging consultant. I help both individuals and businesses achieve their EV or EV charging goals. Uh, I started this company a little over a year ago. Um, I realized that there was a big barrier to entry for EVs. Um, if we needed EVs to get to the mainstream, we needed to help first time buyers uh, break down those barriers, those myths. Um, so I help those individuals, you know, find the right EV for them. And I also help businesses, whether it's offices, uh, workplaces, um, apartments, commercial, um, install EV charging stations. Uh, that whole part is very brand new to a lot of site managers. Um, and so I help them go through the whole process. I serve as a project manager. I find the incentives. I, I recommend the right charging equipment, permitting, utility approvals, all of that, um, all in one big turnkey service. Wow, that is quite a lot. Uh, I mean, you said this has been something that's kind of been about a year, a little bit more than that uh, for this business. How did you come up with this idea? Because obviously there are not that many people that are stepping into this space, You know, that are doing what you're doing. How how did you get from you know maybe where you were before to whatever you were, whatever you're doing um, yeah. <laughs> to to getting the idea to start this and 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 pushing forward with this mission you know the second part of that I guess is why is it important to you Yeah so uh, I guess my origin story uh, started back around 2015 2016 uh, I needed a new car. Um, the wife was not very knowledgeable in EVs and I was very enthusiastic about it. So I had to break down those barriers with her. Um, and that was, that was quite a challenge because she had zero experience in EVs. And at the time, EVs were still fairly new. There weren't many models out there. Um, and the education part was, was enormous to getting her on board. Um, so we successfully <laughs> agreed on getting a Chevy Volt. Uh, and Friends and family asked me, you know, what is this thing? How far does it go? You know, all those kind of typical questions that Zach, you probably get all the time with your all the time with your spark. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so after a while, I wasn't uh, frustrated. I, I realized that these questions are so basic um, that there needs to be education. We need to get 
this information to people if they're going to be comfortable with with buying this vehicle that costs a lot of money. Uh, all cars cost a lot of money, um, and so I decided I need to I need to help people get there. Um, so that's how the individual side started. Um, my career is a project is in project management and construction management. So I also realized that I can fuse that into this too with helping businesses get charging stations. Um, I'm helping uh, my own company that I work for uh, get their office charging up and running. Um, and I realized if I could do that with this company, I can do it with other companies. So sure. That's sure. how I'm into this. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, and, and it doesn't have to be more complicated than that, really. I mean, mm -hmm. you saw an opportunity and said, you know what, here's a need. I can fill this need. Mm -hmm. um, now, before we really dive into um, really what, how you do what you do, I guess is a good way of putting it. Um, do you still have the bolt? I do. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I still do. I love that thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so you've had it for a few years. Mm -hmm. um, what, what would be the next electric vehicle that you've got your eye on? I ask myself that question like five times a day. <laughs> it changes from the Volkswagen ID4 to the Nissan Aria to maybe we stick with the plug-in hybrid and, and go with the RAV4 Prime. Um, it's it's all those kind of crossovers um, that that my wife is interested in, and I'm also looking into getting you know, as much range as we electric range as we can. Sure. Um, so it's, yeah, it's almost hourly I change my mind which one I wanna I wanna target next in the next few years. That's understandable. I mean, obviously knowing so much about each vehicle, you're going, well, this could work. Oh, but this could mm -hmm. work. <laughs> I found right. that uh, for my family, I've been doing that for the last year and a half with different Tesla vehicles. And it's like, oh, the Model 3 and then the Model Y and then the Model Y standard range, which of course now doesn't exist really. <laughs> it lived. So, like one week? <laughs> uh, well, it was a month and then okay, they dropped the price and then two days later decided to take it off the website. So yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, That's maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll see it back. That's the thing. It's like, right. do we wait and then just hope? <laughs> right, right. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I could talk cars and EVs mm -hmm. for years i mean we'd never run i mean obviously that's why i have this podcast is because i will never run out of things to talk about when it comes to evs um right. but i definitely want to basically let people know what it is that you can really do like let's say mm -hmm. uh i mean obviously you're in california well not obvious to everybody i know that you know that mm -hmm. but everybody doesn't know that so guess what he's in california yes uh, <laughs> so if somebody is not local to where you are mm -hmm. and they are going, you know what? I found a little bit of information or what could potentially be worse is I've found a lot of information. There's so many new EVs coming out. I've got information overload. I have no idea what to look for. Uh, mm -hmm. Do I want something that has a heat pump? Do I want mm -hmm. something that has more than 250 miles? Is that really important? I don't know. It sounds good, but then you're paying 40, 45, $50,000 for a car. I've never spent that much money. Yeah. What is, what, I mean, how would they, how do I want to put this? What does the service what, look like? Well, yeah. What does the service look like? 
What is mm-hmm. a way that they would reach out and what does that look like? They, they find your website uh, and then they'll reach out and make contact. What's next? Right. So they make contact. Uh, the first step in my process is a, a consultation, a discovery call. Um, I determine where they are in their EV journey. What do they know? Uh, what, where, where are the gaps? Um, and then I customize that service uh, to fit that individual so I can get them from A to B. Because um, some of them may be right at, you know, they know nothing about EVs. And I need to provide a lot of education. I need to hold their hand and walk them through the whole process. And some people are, are maybe in the middle. They just need a little bit of a nudge. Maybe they just need um, to be shown the numbers and, and kind of get to that point. Um, so if I, if I was to start with someone who's at, you know, let's say zero, um, I determined that, you know, they, they're interested in EVs, but they just don't know anything about it. Um, I go through the education bit. I send them a lot of material that I've made, uh, written content, um, a lot of data, a lot of charts in there, um, a lot of infographics, just kind of breaking down the information in various ways. I know images um, can you know tell a thousand words, so I try to um, to 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 break that down because it can be a lot of a lot of information. Um, sure. Now I, that initial phone call, <laughs> how much do you charge for that? Zero. Yeah, my my job is to see if I'm going to be a good fit for the individual. Um, so it's thirty minutes, an hour long, however long it takes for me to understand where this potential client is and determine if I have something, some type of service that fits them. And if they're okay with that, then we can move forward. And that, and that is $0. It's free. That's awesome. See that, (laughs) that I think is definitely uh, the first thing that pops into somebody's mind is going, Mm -hmm. okay, well, like a lawyer almost is like, how much is it going to cost for me to talk to this guy? (laughs) Right. I think, I think what I want to try and avoid is if this individual is just not ready for an EV, maybe they're, they don't have charging access at home and they need a car that can go 400 miles and all these other requirements, then I'm going to be upfront with them and say, I don't think an EV, even a plug-in hybrid is, is, I don't think you're there yet, or I don't think the market is there yet. So I don't think you should pay me any money to tell you that. I think it's for me, I can, I can get to that point pretty quickly. Um, and then I'll say, you know, if something changes a uh, couple of years down the road, there's more vehicles with more range, whatever the case is, uh-huh. um, then maybe we can work together. But I don't want to get someone working with me just to tell them that this isn't going to fit your expectations, if that makes sure. sense. Sure. Yeah. No, that, that makes perfect sense. And I think that's um, the way business should be done. I, honestly, mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect uh in any other way. And I'm glad Mm -hmm. that you said free. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Um, so, I mean, obviously that's something that an individual can kind of walk down that path um, if they need to. And and honestly, if they've hit me first, hopefully I'll have prepared them with a lot of great knowledge before passing them on. uh, Mm -hmm. So you won't have that much to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when it comes to businesses and charging, Mm-hmm. That I'll be honest, especially when it relates to where you are in California, I don't know local codes. Yeah. I don't know um, 
all of the rebates and different incentives and things that are available to mm -hmm. businesses to install charging. Those are very important things to, to know. Um, but why would a business want to go through the potentially large expense of mm -hmm. going out there? And, and I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars to install a charger. Why would a business even bother doing that? Great question. So you're right. It does cost thousands of dollars. These things aren't cheap. And specifically, we're talking about uh, level two charging stations. Um, for those that don't know, that provides about 25 miles of range per hour of charging. Um, that's kind of what I focus on. There are DC fast charging stations, which cost a whole lot more, uh, but that's kind of a whole different beast and use case. I kind of specialize in workplace, office, apartment. Um, now, the reason why they, these kind of um, businesses would, would venture into EV charging is a number of reasons. Um, one, they may be trying to chase some sort of green sustainability certification, uh, like LEED or Greenpoint rated. There's a number of these programs that give you points for uh, sustainable features like EV charging. Um, two, they're trying to attract or retain uh, employees, residents, customers. Um, just think if you have an EV, like both Zach and I do, um, and there's a charging station near your business, I'm very much incentivized to go to that business uh, and actually stay there for a while, especially if the charging is free. Like at my local Home Depot, I find myself spending <laughs> longer than I need to, which tra can translate to more dollars for the business uh, for, for some free charging. Um, and a third reason why a business was, would uh, install charging stations is because there's uh, so many incentives that it's, it's kind of a great opportunity. Um, incentives vary region to region. Um, and some, of, some cases, some of these incentives could provide 50, 80% of the total cost. So if the, wow. you know, you install a handful of charging stations and it's $25,000 all said and done, um, you can bring that down to less than $10,000 and still charge people for, you know, charging and potentially create revenue. So it's, it's kind of one of those things, there's so many different angles. And I try to advocate to businesses that it's a, it's a great time to get into it now for all the reasons I said. Sure. Sure. So, I mean, you're probably, most familiar with California laws and everything else. Yeah. Uh, if somebody is outside of the state of California or, or uh, let's stretch even outside the U S are you yes. still <laughs> able to work with their business and help walk them through that process? That's, that's funny. You say that I just got approached by a, uh, uh, worldwide, uh, hotel chain about an EV charging strategy. Uh, I have not yet ventured into uh, outside of the U.S. As you stated, there's a lot of different <laughs> building codes, electrical codes, um, accessibility, uh, ADA. Um, and so I focus in the U.S. It will take me a, a little bit extra time to, um, to work on projects outside of the California because I specialize. I live in California. I'm very familiar with those codes. Um, but it's not too far of a stretch for me to work outside of California. Um, 
really, honestly, California has, in fact, in my opinion, more strict codes. Uh, so it's, it's harder to build in California for all those reasons I said. Um, for charging stations, uh, ADA also plays a huge impact. Um, and that's, that's across the United States. And ADA, um, just for people that don't know, explain what that acronym stands for. American Disability Act. Uh, so it's accessibility. It's those uh, blue handicap uh, parking requirements, path of travel requirements, um, operation requirements. It's a whole list of different things to accommodate individuals with, with certain physical needs. So how, I mean, just out of curiosity, how does that integrate with uh, plan for charging just to not put the chargers in the parking spots where you would have to have a handicap spot or yeah. more complicated than that. <laughs> we're going, we're going deep into ADA. Um, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's um, interesting. Why not? <laughs> no, sure. Sure. It's um, depending on the number of charging stations you have triggers, how many ADA stalls you need and which type of ADA stall. There's not just one ADA type stall. There's van, there's standard accessibility some with the loading zone. There's uh, ambulatory, believe it or not. Um, so depending on how many charging stations you have requires um, those many types of stalls with charging stations. In addition, you need some type of path of travel, um, sidewalk to get to the charging station, to the building, um, and all the other things that in between that. So it's it can be quite the expense, added expense, um, depending on site by site, of course. Huh, fascinating. And mm -hmm. you said that your role in that process is both as consultant, but then project manager. So yeah. then does that mean that you'd be like a general contractor and you would hire like different subs to do all the installation and work with that stuff? Kind so so my role as a, as the as the project manager for this type of uh, job would be um, recommending the uh, charging equipment. There's dozens of different types: network, non-network. Even within that, there's different varieties features. So I would recommend the one that, that best fits the business's need. Um, I would also recommend the architect slash engineer team. Um, sometimes it can be a design build with a contractor, mm -hmm. uh, where the contractor both designs the electrical drawings and builds it. Um, if it's not, then I can also recommend contractors. Uh, so I kind of put together the team, recommend the equipment, do a preliminary assessment, um, just to make sure that the business is okay with the estimated cost and plan for the charging stations. Um, if there's any utility approvals because of um, upgraded service. Um, I can go through that and 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 get the approvals from utility. Um, and then lastly, I can work on um, applying to the various rebates incentives um, on behalf of the business because it's a lot of paperwork. It's confusing. There's tons of requirements. Uh, it's I can fun only stuff, <laughs> right? All the paperwork. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love doing that. I love doing that. <laughs> and no, then. Um, well, to that, um, do you know, I mean, are there like federal or state level grants that businesses can apply for as well that kind of helps with building out charging infrastructure? Or is that somewhat uh, reserved for like companies that are building out a, a charging network? 
Um, as far as you said, statewide rebates. Well, well, like federal or state grants. Um, grants. You know, or things like that. Uh, you know, my experience, it's really um, regional based. Um, for example, in the state of California, there are um, there's a state program, but it, it, it dissects these funds to certain regions. And then a regional agency is in charge of administrating those funds, um, qualifying different projects and so forth. So it's it's um, it's mostly regional based for charging stations. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool though. Mm -hmm. So where do you see this going? I mean, in terms of ideal customers, are you looking for like just mom and pop small businesses or like international hotels? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know? Uh, I'm, you know, do you have uh, a preference or, or is there like a kind of a target that you really like to work with and that's kind of the direction that you want to go in? Um, honestly, it's, it's just getting charging stations installed. Um, for the most part, it's, it's pretty much the same process, even if it's just one charging station for a little mom and pop shop or 20 charging stations for, um, a larger facility, larger business, um, for larger, um, installs, there may be some additional electrical requirements, some panel upgrades, maybe additional meter installs. Um, but overall, the process is mostly the same as far as, you know, getting the design team on board, getting the contractor, selecting the equipment, planning the, you know, the, the design permits, all that stuff. So how would somebody get uh, uh, in touch with you or reach out to you if they are either an individual and they want some recommendations on the best path forward for an EV or mm -hmm. if they're a business and they're going, hey, you know, charging would be a good thing let me go mm -hmm. talk to daria yeah um so you can go to chargedfuture.com um there's there's a bunch of different buttons to say you know free that says schedule consultation free consultation whether you're an individual or a business um schedule time with me um and we'll talk about you know where can i help you or maybe i can't help you in your situation um and then also we can discuss if i can help you uh, what are some next steps and what are my fees and all that stuff? That's important. But uh, yeah, that's all I've got for now. So um, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And and for you to come on and take some time to explain a little bit more about uh, the amazing service that you offer. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah, I think just to add or to end all of this um, with individuals, my goal is to meet your expectations uh, find an EV that, that fits all of your needs. And then for business, for businesses, it's, it's to save you time and money rather than you spending all this time learning and researching all this stuff and taking the lead on the project. I'll take care of that for you to leave you to do other bit, you know, businesses needs other more important tasks, um, to deliver a finished product that, that you're looking for. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It's nice talking <laughs> with you again. You too, Zach. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.
So there you go. I hope you liked this week. As usual, go ahead and like, subscribe, leave a comment on the YouTube channel. A big shout out to our Patreon supporters for all of your help keeping us going. So thank you very much. And with that, I'll end it. So thank you so much, guys. I'll see you next week.